You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Now, sticking slightly with the topic of property and housing with a slight shift, uh, we're looking at property scams. Um, South Africa and other countries around the world are filled with all sorts of nefarious activities and scams that will really baffle you. Um, And and property scams are are no different. They've got their own little... uh, intricacies and own little kinks. Uh, We're joined on the line at the moment by Jackie Smith, who's the head of the Buyers Trust um, Organizations Division of Uber, and they are looking at the property scams that are relevant in South Africa, uh, what the most common property scams are and how to avoid them. Good evening, Jackie. Thanks very much for your time. Um, Do you want to just take us through property scams? I mean, what are are the most common scams that uh, we've seen? Oh, there's there's lots, Jimmy, but let's let's narrow it down to maybe about five of them that we've now noticed are the most prevalent. Um, this is stuff like fake rental listings um, being done by fake agents, and we can expand a bit on that too. Mm. Um, what is key at the moment is the phishing scams. Um, where they um, emails are being intercepted between a buyer and a seller and maybe a buyer and attorney. Then you're looking at things like the government housing assistance scams where more of the underprivileged people are being scammed out of um, uh, money in, uh, in the low-income market. And then also identity theft scams. Um, and then what we've seen pop its head again is things like timeshare scams as well, Jimmy. Yeah, I think the timeshare one is probably the most uh, well-known and the most popular one, um, mm. given how long we've we've had timeshare um, scams in South Africa in particular. But what are the red flags, Jackie? What should we be looking out for? I mean, for example, someone saying you need to put down some money to go view a property. Surely we we shouldn't be falling for those sorts of scams. What are the what are the typical techniques do we do we see that we should consider as red flags? Yeah. Listen, as a potential home buyer, you need to be exceptionally um, vigilant. Make sure that you know who you are dealing with. Um, you know, phone their office again and double check whether this person is valid. Do they even have a website? Um, have they got offices? Make sure that you do not pay any money in cash. You don't have to pay money to go and view a property. The minute somebody asks you to pay for an application form or something, just be be alert, be vigilant and say, no, why? You know, question why is it that I need to pay this money? And use reputable companies. Don't just pay your deposit or something into anybody's account. You know, make sure that you are aware of who you're dealing with and that they are a legitimate business or concern. Absolutely. And and you mentioned something that, uh, along the lines of uh, verifying the individuals that you work with. How does one verify the agents? I mean, is, is there a place where agents are registered? Um, can, can agents be verified through the Estate Agencies Affairs Board, for example? How, how does one validate the authenticity of the agent? But then also, how do you validate the authenticity of the attorney handling the money in the event of a purchase, for example? Yeah, you're 100% right. You can contact the Estate Agents Affairs Board and just double check that you are dealing with a legitimate um, estate agent. And that should ultimately give you an answer. When you're dealing with an attorney firm, 
Again, the same could be done um, through the, the laws, the provincial law society to just double check that this is um, a, a valid attorney firm. But, you know, when you're buying a property, most times you are asked to pay money into the attorney's trust account. I would, as a potential buyer, I would be very vigilant when it comes to that. Make sure that you are not communicating via email. Make sure that um, every communication is done on an encrypted environment where no one can sort of intercept what's being communicated to you. Absolutely. And I mean, just on that attorney's um, side of it, I mean, we know that um, ENS Africa was fined about 5.5 million rand recently um, for their uh, trust account being used uh, as part of a phishing scam. So clearly there's uh, loopholes that are being exploited. And as you mentioned, we should at all times exercise uh, safety measures to to, to, um, engage in these transactions before we, we purchase the house or before we sign any lease agreements for any rentals we might be going through. Are there some reliable websites we should be using and websites we should be sort of staying away from when looking at property? I mean, the common ones are Property24 and that sort of thing that have come up recently. Um, are, are there some that we should not be um, engaging with at all? No, look, I, I won't say I won't say you can't be engaging with Property24. I mean, these sites have sort of taken over the, the, the property market now. You know, there's no more class, uh, property classifieds or anything like that. You now have, or the property guide, you now have to go on these sites to go and look at property. And that's normally where everybody's journey starts. But I think in the matter of ENS, you know, um, this home buyer was fortunate that she's going to get the money back. And I know the matter is on appeal with ENS as well. But there are companies specifically like Buyers Trust where a home buyer has a way to pay their deposit over to the attorney through a far more secure platform. Mm. So make sure that when you sign an offer to purchase, and this is what we always say, Jimmy, people have choice. You know, as a home buyer, you don't have to follow every single step that the estate agent is telling you. Ask what are your choices? Are there other options? Make sure that the companies that's being recommended to you in the in the sales process are legitimate companies. Check out their website. Check in with the ways in which they communicate and check are they registered with the financial uh, uh, sector um, council, you know, or authority. So make sure that you know what you're doing and also make sure that you you um, you've got this transparency when it comes to your money. Mm, you can mm. see your money being paid over. You can see your money earning interest. That's the kind of thing that you must be on the lookout for. Yeah, so absolutely. Do do your research and, and do your research thoroughly. Don't just jump into uh, a deal because it looks like a good deal. Uh, investigate what, what can uh go wrong. And I mean, for, for those individuals that are already uh, sort of the victims of these sorts of things, um, we know there's victims of identity theft, for example, uh, the liability then becomes an, a, a serious concern. And obviously, we, we then want to know um, who helps the homeowner, who helps the homeowner if they've been scammed? Are there avenues where individuals can go to find assistance if they feel that they've been scammed? Yeah, so look, I'm going to recommend that they speak to a company like Buyers Trust before they get scammed. Mm. Um, and, you know, they can always contact us because, you know, I'd rather help them before they lose their money. But 
yeah, I mean, there are places like the Law Society's Fidelity Fund uh, that they can contact in case there's an issue with an attorney and they feel like their money has gone missing. And then, like you mentioned earlier, there is also the Estate Agents Affairs Board that they can go and contact and just to verify or, or um, you know, notify them that potentially there has been fraudulent activities. Mm. Now, before I let you go, Jackie, I mean, um, can you just give us golden rules, sum it up, maybe two golden rules in terms of how um, consumers can protect themselves from uh, all of these scams? Make sure that you're dealing with a legitimate company that has got a safe and secure platform that they are communicating with you on. Okay, hmm. that's number one. Number two, don't just pay your money over to anybody. Verify, be vigilant, and double check. Phone them, um, make sure that the account numbers have been verified, and then only um, go and do your transaction. Mm, mm. So double check, triple check, and then check some more, and when in doubt, just run. Thank you very much, Jackie. That was Jackie Smith um, talking to us about the property scams that uh, are relevant and how you can protect yourself uh, from those. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.